This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our very first Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 951. And this episode will also be the first to officially kick us off into our seven-day-a-week schedule. In case you missed the breakdown, Monday through Friday will be the same. Sunday will also have narrated relationship content, as you've come to expect. And here on Saturdays, we'll be featuring some questions that I've taken on Optimal Living Advice another show on the network on which I use my background as an advice columnist and a life coach to answer questions sent in by listeners just like yourself. Certainly, we have a lot of relationship questions that come into that show, as you could imagine. And being that relationships are ORD's jam, we'll be featuring some of those relationship-oriented questions here on Saturdays so as to see how practical relationship advice can be applied to real-life situations. Now, today's Q&A will probably feel a bit more like a psychology class than the other advice episodes do. But I think it's for good reason, as we will lean on a popular theory to help our asker out with her question about how attached is attached enough when it comes to her romantic relationships. And plenty of examples will be provided too. But I'm getting way ahead of myself. Let's hear her question now, help her out, and start optimizing your life. I often feel like my relationships, specifically my friendships, aren't strong enough. I know all relationships are different, but I don't feel as though I have the same closeness, inside jokes, bouts of laughter, in-depth conversations, that I see others having. I'd say I only have that with my sister, and I don't know what I would do without her. The more I realize this, the more I go out of my way to be extra kind to those in my life, but it still doesn't seem to work. I'd appreciate the help if you have any thoughts on this. All right, lots of great relationship questions coming in lately. Yet another one here to add to the pile. So this is an interesting spot to be in, right? Because you've done what a lot of people in this conundrum have not done, and that's taken responsibility for the role you play by going out of your way to be extra kind in your relationships as a means of strengthening them. So you've made the effort to be the best you can be and followed my golden relationship rule, which I've don't know if anybody knows it because I don't really say it on here, or I haven't yet, uh, which is being the partner or friend or whatever that you want to have. So exhibiting the same qualities you want others to exhibit in a relationship. And while this is very admirable and your heart is absolutely in the right place, we have to remember that good-hearted effort is not the only foundation of good relationships. It's important, but you know, we've all seen the people who try, try, try and still can't attract the partners they want, right? Been there, chased the same girl from 6th grade to 12th grade with not so much as a kiss on the cheek to show for it. 
Attaboy, Greg. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wonder if she's listening. That'd be funny. Hi, Megan. Anyway, <laughs> enough of that. There is more to relationship building, and a lot of it requires the lack of a concerted effort, ironically enough. This might sound strange, but try to follow along with me here. You say you and your sister have that sort of palpable, genuine bond that goes beneath the surface that you wish you had with others. Sure. What does the background look like with your sister? My bet is that for as many inside jokes and bouts of laughter you two share, there are just as many screaming matches and acts of destruction towards one another's clothing. Sure, there's a rich history of experiences and that little DNA thing, but above all, there's expression. There's expression that's caused friction, vulnerability, and embarrassment, amongst other things. And it's the after-effects of expression, that rebuild phase during which the people in relationships get to know one another better. They gain understanding of what makes the other one tick, and through that, a bond is built that goes beneath the surface. There are nuances to each interaction because there's a mutual experience-based understanding of what the people are thinking, not just what they're saying. What I'm saying here is that those kinds of nuances, those ups and downs, are limited in how well-defined they are if there's only one emotion all the time. So, if you're being nothing but kind to your peers, while this is a wonderful conscious effort for you to make, it's also a means of restricting the other parts of you that have to be seen for relationships of all kinds to thrive. Good relationships are multifaceted and cannot be forced. The intricacies of any friendship start organically, and you're not being organic if you're only showing your kindness. Think about your relationship with your sister. When she comes to mind, what pops into your head? Kindness? Maybe a little bit, but I would bet my bottom dollar that there's a lot more than that because there's a lot more to her than that. If you're going to strengthen your relationships, you're going to have to express yourself more, which will probably mean asserting yourself more. You're going to have to argue, challenge, and be more forthcoming with your true feelings so people start to see that you have a pulse. Right now, you're presenting yourself as one-dimensional, and though kindness is a great dimension to show, we all know that all of the best relationships have variety and layers. I could see how this change might be something you fear, since it's something you're not used to, but eventually, you'll have to trust in the part of you that's not people-pleasing to attract the right people and discard the wrong people from your life. Creating good relationships requires this kind of filtering process of those who are not made to be in our lives. How can it not? And it's common to try to avoid this process as it can involve plenty of temporary pain, but it's a necessary step that will not be arrived at if kindness is your only MO all the time. Am I encouraging you to start screaming at anyone who does something that you have the slightest problem with? No, we're, we're going to stay in adult mode, but there is definitely a middle ground, you know? And practically speaking, this middle ground, this hotbed for new relationships, might be found faster if you purposefully seek out polarizing groups or situations. Yes, you can take the key step of presenting yourself more honestly with the friends you already have, but jumpstarting that side of yourself can happen when you put yourself into situations where you don't have much choice in the matter, if that makes sense. This could be anything in which there is an emphasis on standpoint, 
maybe political activism or something along those lines where there's a clear divide, you know, though you'll all theoretically be on the same page about something, a gathering like this spikes your inclination to stand by something and not sacrifice your needs simply to appease others. Plus, you're meeting like-minded people that share the same sense of passion and vigor, which of course speaks to something far beneath the surface for both of you. And that's what good bonds are all about. Thanks a million to the asker for sending this question in, and thanks to all of you listeners for staying until the end. It is my hope that this one was able to give you all something to think about, as we do all have traces of the three different types of attachment within us. Even if we are in perfectly happy relationships, being aware of where these traces exist for us, why they're tied to the issues they're tied to, and being communicative about that to our partners can only stand to make these bonds stronger. That does it for now, though, folks. If you liked what you heard here, go ahead and subscribe to Optimal Living Advice to hear more. Or if you'd like my help with a question of your own about relationships or anything else, you can go ahead and email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com. Advice at oldpodcast.com. But otherwise, I will see you back here tomorrow for our very first Sunday show where your optimal life awaits.